Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today is Friday, January 19th, 2024. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. We are pre-recording today's episode, so if you see the clock behind me and the date change um, to yesterday's date, that is why. I am so happy to be back with you guys. How was your new year? I haven't seen you since I was last on in the end of December with um, Bobby and Kim Robinson and the amazing episodes those were because they both talked about Moravian Falls and the miracles that happened there and the open heaven. Um, They were incredible shows, but I'm so, so happy to be back with you guys today. And again, my guest is Kim Robinson. So we get to connect again and talk a little bit more about what the Lord has been revealing to her since I last saw her. But before I bring her on, we want to thank you for partnering with us here at Elijah's Dreams in digging new water wells across Africa and beyond. You are providing clean water for those in remote areas who need it most. Thank you for your continued generosity. Every day, people in Africa are faced with an impossible decision. Dirty water or no water at all. No one should have to make that choice. Together, we can help by providing clean water wells. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Clean water is such an amazing gift. And, you know, part of this new year, I know at least me and my family, we talked about giving more into the kingdom of God. And that is something we really want to do this year is we want to find people who are in need of God's love, who are in need of help and help those who um, need it the most. And this is a wonderful cause to help those who need it most. So if you feel so uh, led to donate today, please go online to elijahstreams.com slash donate, or you can mail in your check. And again, we want to thank you guys so, so very much for partnering with us to give these precious people clean water. All right, you guys, Kim Robinson is back with us, and I cannot wait to talk about all the Lord has been revealing to her and talking to her about um, since I last hosted her. So without any uh, further waiting, let's bring on my guest today, Kim Robinson. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I wore my Chelsea jacket and you don't have one on today. <laughs> I know. I usually always wear you always one, one. I didn't. So it's a good mix because you're wearing one today and right. you know, you look very pretty. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I like chocolate brown. So yes. Yeah, so pretty. Yeah, know, well, Kim, fall. we're talking a little bit about before we even came on here about just the recap since we last talked, which is Moravian Falls and the amount of people who are like, I know where I want to go in 2024. (laughs) I want to go to Moravian Falls. And um, just the open heaven there um, is so amazing and so encouraging to be able to have a place of solitude where we can go as Mm. believers and 
take our time because you think of a lot of people in the world going on vacation. They're like, oh, I want to go skiing or I want to go to Disney or I want to go here, you know, and you think of all these places, but then believers are like, I want to go to Prayer Mountain <laughs> where I can be alone and spend time with God in journal. You know, it's like, we're so different than the world. We're so different. I mean, we're so different. And that's really our desire of our heart is to like, I want to grow closer to God and I want to know him more. And I just want to spend time with the Lord. So it's a great place to go. It is a great place. Ever since I've been to up to Prayer Mountain, my dreams have just skyrocketed. The visions are so clear. The angels have just—they're so clear. And it's because I have because I went there. Something happened. There was an encounter there with the angels. You know, you have to go back and watch you know the December show. But it's definitely a life-changing event. And so I would love to go back. Anyone who has a meeting, please invite us. <laughs> we want to go. <laughs> I want to go back and be there. And it's just, you know, like, like you said, we just, Christians want to just go and be alone with God. And that yeah, is such a, an amazing place. It's just amazing. Highly it recommend is. it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, same. Highly recommend it. Highly All recommend right, Kim. It. So what are we going to be talking about today? Or what has the Lord been uh, speaking to you about recently? So he's been talking to me lately about that God is light mm -hmm. and he is, he has shown me. So whenever I, I go into heaven, he shows me that he is just, just this bright light and I can see his bright light coming into me. And as mm -hmm. I trust him and let that light come in, he reveals like dark spots <laughs> that should be there, you know, and because, mm -hmm. you know, and I was talking to him, I was like, you're bright. You're just, everything about you is bright. There's no darkness in you at all. And he said, there's no darkness. There should be no darkness. No. And I'm like, well, what is darkness in me? And he said, things like bitterness, hatred, you know, jealousy, you know, things like that. That's like a dark spot. And he wants the bride. He said, this is the time for the bride to get the Holy Spirit spot remover and get the spots out. And so that's kind of what this for this last few weeks, he's mm -hmm. been highlighting some of the areas that he wants to help Christians. He wants to help his bride get free from, you know, like, for example, yeah. um, can Christians have demonic attacks and feelings of hate? Well, come to find out. Yes, they can. You know, I had um, a friend. She called me and she's a sweet Christian lady, very sweet, very kind, filled with the Holy Spirit, loves Jesus, loves everybody, loves God. You know, she's one of those. <laughs> very, very sweet. And why is she my friend? I'm not sure, but she is. <laughs> so that's the best know. kind of friend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need someone with it. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll leave it as that. So she called me and asked me if I would come over to her house. She said, because for the last about 15 years, she has moved into this house and mm -hmm. she has said, I have been under such demonic attack. She said, and I don't know why. She said, I feel such extreme anxiety. For I have 15 years for like the last 15 years since she moved into this house. Wow. And she said, I just, time. that's a long time. Mm -hmm. And she said, I just ha I have thoughts of death 
just demonic thoughts of death and suicide. She said, I am just plagued with suicide. She said, I'm not suicidal, but she said, I just have thoughts of suicide all the time and just death and control and just, just these demonic things. Ever since I've been here, she said, I don't know what else to do. You know, she said, I don't know if I have something in my house that mm-hmm. I'm not aware of, if I brought something in that I'm not aware of and I don't see it, if, if you know, and so she asked me if I would come over and walk through her house and just see if there's anything that kind of stands out to me. And when you mean see, you mean see in the spirit, if there's see. anything, right? Right. See in the okay. spirit. Okay. Yeah. See, see in the spirit. Because sometimes we buy things, you know, out of the country that we don't know that witchcraft is attached to it. Oh, you wow. know, like, you know, like the dream catchers, you shouldn't have the dream catchers in your house. Cause that's a, that's a demonic portal, what we call a portal, something that, that demons can, it's like an open door. They're like, Oh, you, you like that. That's good. We can come into your house because you have this doorway. You have this entryway wow. for us to come in, you know? And so she wasn't sure what she could, you know, if she had something there because she couldn't get rid of it. You know, being a Christian, she said she had prayed, she did everything she could do, but they're still, she's still being attacked. Wow. So I took uh, two friends with me. That's very discerning because mm-hmm. I didn't want just my opinion. You know, I wanted, I wanted some backup, <laughs> you know, and it's probably better to go with multiple, um, intercessors and years anyways, just Mm -hmm. to not be by yourself anyways. That's probably a smart thing to do. Yeah. And so they, they agreed to go with me and we went, we went in. So she didn't tell me anything about the house, any of the rooms, anything. She was just saying, this is what she was, had been attacked by and was just wanting us to check out the house. Mm -hmm. So we got there and we went, we walked around the downstairs uh, which is the main floor where her mom lives all through, you know, all of us and her mom was just kind of sitting there watching us like, what are they doing? <laughs> you know, but we just kind of walked around work. You know, we weren't weird. We just walked around and just kind of, what did we feel? The, the downstairs mom's section felt good. It felt mm-hmm. clean. There was a couple little items that kind of stood out to us that we told her, you know, we told our friend about later come to find out they were from, there were items from Africa. And if you don't, if, if they don't mind asking or what were they? Uh, it, one of them was a, was a tall African. It was like a, an African black lady that was, there was something like a statue? about statue, like a statue. It was a statue. Mm-hmm. And she had something that was beside her that was just like, there was something about that, you know, yeah. and, you know, coming from we love Africa. I'm hoping I get to minister in Africa. So nothing about, you know, Africa, but there's a lot of witchcraft in Africa. Right. Yes, And there's a lot of, you know, things that they pray over, they, they make, they carve and they send out, you know, and uh, there was something about that. I don't know what it was. We didn't, we didn't tell mom about her African ladies. We just kind of left as that. Right. And walked on through the house and this, our, our friend, she had the upstairs part of the house. So we were just kind of walking as we were walking up the stairs, the stairs felt good, except until you got to the top two steps Mm. about the top two steps that entered into this room. You could feel the difference. It was just, whoa, just heavy. It felt heavy. It felt angry. It felt Mm. mean. It felt dirty. It felt 
um, felt very demonic. And so the three of us, you know, we, we didn't say anything. We just kind of was just walking through, went into her bathroom. It was still heavy, even in the bathroom, but not as bad. And then we went from that room, which was kind of like she turned into a spare bedroom. Mm -hmm. We went from that room into her bedroom. And as soon as you stepped over into her bedroom, it lifted. Mm -hmm. So, it, I mean, there were still a couple of little things in her room, but the whole atmosphere was different in her room compared to this oh. spare room. So we went back into this spare room and we were uh, praying and the, so the, so she's like, okay, what were y'all feeling? There's something going on. What are you feeling? <laughs> you know, cause she could tell. And, and so I just started sharing that I felt control and just a spirit of control, a spirit of death, a mm. spirit of, of a spirit of suicide. I mean, you could feel that wow. uh, sexual perversion was very predominant. And it was just, just these very control is just a real heavy spirit of control over this room. And when you say you feel that, could you, I, I know it's kind of hard to explain because I think people are saying, well, how could you feel that? So when you say like, um, suicide or murder or sexual immorality, what, what are you, are you feeling yourself like lustful? Are you yourself feeling angry? How, can you explain that? So that's so like the spirit of control is kind of the, the main thing. I, I felt like someone was trying to control me, trying to get me to do, trying to get me to to do something. I could feel like that, like mm -hmm. this pull to do something. Okay. It's like they were bossing me around, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it was just um, and the sexual pervert. And I could you can the sexual perverted spirits. I could see sexual acts in in my spirit, in my the eyes of my imagination. Right. You know, right. I could see that and I could and I could feel the um, the suicide. So I had committed suicide when I was 15. And mm -hmm. so that was a spirit that I that I pick up pretty quick. If I, you know, if I go to the store and I walk past someone who is su suicidal, that is a demon that I am familiar with. And wow. so I pick up on that, that they're being wow. attacked by the spirit of suicide. Okay. And um, so we started, I started sharing what I was, what I was feeling. And so she told me, she told us that she had she was feeling the same thing. These are some of the demons that she had been feeling. Mm -hmm. And she even had a friend come and spend the night and sleep in the bed. I was like, that's a great friend. I know. <laughs> great friend. <laughs> I feel demonic when you come spend the night, you know? So, so even the friend that knew nothing came and slept in this bed. And she said, the sexual perversion is horrible. She said, and the spirits of control and death is so strong in this room. And she oh said, my. you know, and, um, and so we were sharing, sharing all that with her. And then she said that the neighbor, after she had moved there and was feeling all these things, she mm -hmm. had a neighbor come over that had lived there mm -hmm. next door. And she said, well, the, the builder of the house, the man who, who used to own it before you did, he had, he sold it and someone else, someone else bought it and he remodeled the upstairs. He remodeled this room. He mm -hmm. said he built this room just for all of his dead animals. 
he was a hunter to the nth degree. Now there's nothing wrong with hunting. So don't get off on, you know, we can't hunt, but he was a hunter. He had, and there was something about the way he hunted was he hunted to kill. There was mm. a control. There was a spirit of control on this man to hunt wow. and to kill. And he had this wow. room. The neighbor said he had this room because they were invited to come over and to mm -hmm. see his room. Mm -hmm. And they said they had, he had this room filled with animal heads, dead animals all over this little room, which there's nothing wrong with taxidermy. There's nothing wrong with putting antlers up, you know, putting a deer head up. You know, I've got a friend who's a taxidermist and if he sees this show, he's going to be on my door. You know, right. so there's, <laughs> well, you there's know. a, there's a spirit behind it though. There's, See, yeah. that's what you're trying to say is right. there there's, was a spirit behind this man this doing this what man. he was doing. It right. wasn't, hunting for sport with to to eat the meat or it right. was there was a there was a spirit motive. there was a yeah there was a demonic spirit that drove him a controlling spirit mm -hmm. and he also showed the neighbor pictures of animals in the act and he was explaining how he liked to be involved in this act with animals what? We'll leave it as that. Yeah. And so that's, that was in this room. That's what she was picking up in this oh room. Oh my gosh. And um, so she began to tell us that her dad was very controlling. Mm. That she grew up with a father who was very controlling, very angry. So mm. she already had the wounds. She was familiar with that controlling, angry spirit. And that's one reason why she could pick up on it. Mm -hmm. You know, they had access, these demonic spirits had access mm -hmm. to this room. And wow. so we showed her. And so we were, we were looking at the room and there was a, there was a door and I thought, well, that's just a closet, but that just kind of, the it kind of was like, Oh, you know, kind of standing out to me. <laughs> like, so I'm like, what's, what's behind the door? And she said, oh, that's our attic. Mm. That's our air duct. And not to get weird. I don't want everyone to start climbing up in your attics. <laughs> but I have, through the years, I have mm -hmm. learned that demons will hide in your attic. They will hide in the air ducts. They will hide in the water really? pipes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've they never will... heard that, Kim. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. that's one place they'll hide because they feel like they can't be seen. So they're in the they will hide oh. in the air ducts and like in the water pipes. And I found that out just kind of a side note. I was in a motel one time and I was I was in, in my room and I was just worshiping Jesus and just praising Jesus and and um because I was in a, a hotel room, not a motel room, a hotel room, <laughs> and I was just, you know, re rebuking any kind of demonic spirits, any kind of perverted spirits, because you don't know what goes on in the room before you get there, you know. So it's always a good thing to purge the room when you go there. And so I was That's, just very. Before we move on from that, let's just I want to park here really fast, because okay. I think this is a really important thing that not a lot of people talk about. Mm. And people go on vacation and they stay in a hotel. They I slept horrible. 
I couldn't sleep last night. They'll argue with their spouse. They'll argue with their kids. Like all of this, it's amazing how this, what Kim's saying about purging or praying over the room is so important to do that when you travel, even over like if you stay at a house or Airbnb Mm -hmm. or whatever, it's Mm -hmm. so important to pray Mm -hmm. and ask, you know, invite um, the presence and just clean out all of all of that stuff. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Um, yeah, so right. give us an example of what you would do just for people who are more practical, what you do when you go into a hotel room. So like this, this one hotel room, well, I just, I, I don't do it in front of my husband. Because he thinks it's weird, <laughs> so <laughs> so all of the all, you know all You're the other people, agent. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I go in and I just I lay my hands on the bed. And I said I just rebuke every sexual perverted spirit off of this bed. I rebuke every every demonic spirit out of this room. Every spirit of anger, I command it out right. of this room. Every spirit of gambling out of this mm. room. Every spirit of, and then just, you just kind of let the Holy Spirit, what comes up in you, because he knows what's in the room, you know? Good. And so I was sitting in this one room and I was, you know, just rebuking, you know, kind of demonic. And I was just very, I wasn't yelling. I was just about this loud, you know, I just re- take authority over this room. All of a sudden the water pipes in the bathroom, just a huge racket. And I thought, how funny, because I had heard that the demons will hide in the water pipes or they will try to escape through the water pipes. So I heard the bathroom, the water pipes, just it sounded like the the person next door was busting through the wall. It was that dramatic. And I just laughed. I didn't even think about it because I was just (laughs) like, like, oh, you're like, bye bye. Bye. You know, and I, I didn't, I didn't really think about it because I I knew what, I knew what it was. I knew that they Mm -hmm. were leaving and they were, you know, Mm -hmm. they were leaving out the water pipes, but the phone rings and it's the front desk. And 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 the guy, he's like, um, Room 107 is concerned (laughs) (laughs) about you. And they're thinking that maybe you're, you're tearing the bathroom walls down or something. Are you doing any kind of demolition in the bathrooms? And I, and I thought, well, maybe I was the only one that could hear it. I didn't know Mm -hmm. other other people could hear it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, no, I was wondering if they were doing something to the bathroom pipes. (laughs) And he said, no, ma'am, I'm just checking if you're okay. And I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> Which was wow. It was that loud. It was that loud. So, oh my goodness. That didn't always happen, but just know that, you know, so but anyway, so I was praying over, so she said that this was her attic. Mm-hmm. And then I and then that kind of is like you know, that was a red flag for me. Some go yeah. to the attic. And she said as I was walking to the door, she said, I slept in this bed and she said, I couldn't sleep because something was coming through that door. Something kept coming and attacking me through that door. And I'm like, yeah, it's the attic, you know? And so I opened the door, flipped on the light (laughs) because God is light. The demons don't like dark. The demons don't like any, you know, the demons don't like light. You are light. You walk into the darkness. You walk into the attic. You walk, you bring the light. And so mm-hmm. I walked into the attic and I flipped on the light and I said, I command every demonic spirit to leave this room now. I actually, and she had big 
air conditioning pipes that were mm-hmm. very accessible. You know, I wasn't like climbing through the attic or <laughs> something, you know, they were like right there. So I put my mm-hmm. hand on the pipes and I just command all the demons to leave. And then I saw there was a little corner and mm-hmm. I saw this demon come. It was a dark corner. And I said, I command you to leave. Now I see you and I command you to leave. And all of a sudden this little demon comes flying out. And it looked like if you ever saw the Lord of the Rings, which I don't really recommend it, but it was kind of good. So it was the Lord of the Rings. I had that little hairless guy named Schmeagel. He looked like a, a hairless monkey kind of a guy. Everyone That's, is Googling right <laughs> now. Schmeagel. Everyone's like, oh, <laughs> Google. How do you Schmeagle. spell that? Schmeagel. <laughs> you ought to see how I have it written okay. down. <laughs> but he, it looked like one of those hairless chihuahuas. You know, that you see on YouTube, the little hairless okay, chihuahua. Yes. It looked kind of like yes. that, kind of mixed with a, a monkey thing. Hairless monkey chihuahua deal. And it comes running out. And I thought, and I said, I see you and I command you to leave. And it was scared. Mm-hmm. It was scared because it had been hiding in the darkness. Wow. You know, and as we allow and trust the light of God into us, he will remove the darkness. He will remove those things that are hiding. So anyway... So we went back and we uh, we were talking about, you know, we we showed her how to lay hands on this wall because the man who built this wall, the spirit that was in him is in the wall. It is still there. You know, if you have a builder come and build your house, who is a severe and we'll just say a very angry person. Mm hmm. He leaves and then you find out my husband and I, we used to get along really well until, until we had, so it's a spirit of anger that can be left. So it's not weird. So just go and take authority. So we showed her how to lay hands on the wall, take authority and command that spirit of control, that spirit of death, the spirit of suicide, all demonic spirits, a sexual perverted spirit to leave in the name of Jesus and laid hands on the bed mm-hmm. and did, you know, and showed her how to do all this Yeah, because it doesn't do any good for us to do it because we're going to leave. You know, yeah, right. we need, we need you to know how to do this. Exactly. And so that's exactly. the fun part that I love is get to teach people how to, how to do this. How do you do this? Yeah. You know? And so, I mean, eat, I said, how does it feel now? And she's like, it feels better. I thought it does feel better. It feels a lot better. So she says, now look and see if there's anything in the room that is causing this to come in. That's, you know, that's an open doorway. Mm -hmm. And so we started looking into the natural, in the natural realm, you know, instead of feeling the atmosphere, we were looking in the natural realm. What does she have that could be an open doorway where these demons could come in? So, okay. So she had a dad that was very controlling. Mm-hmm. This man, he, he had a spirit of control. I mean, it was beyond, you know, it was control. And he had all these dead animals on the wall because he could control their life. Right. He could take their life if he wanted to. It was a spirit of control. And so we started looking at the way at the way she decorated this room, this room. She had on the walls pictures of dead animals. She had she had carvings of of elephant heads. She had pictures of just animal heads. 
you know, lion heads, um, pictures of of animals. And, and it was all along the wall. And I thought, that's funny because that's what was in the natural. That's what was here were dead animals out of this control and not knowing she turned around and decorated the same, the room the same way, except with pictures and wood carvings and things like that. And so we, you know, suggested you might want to not <laughs> you might you want to change the, change the, <laughs> you might want to change the door to home goods. <laughs> the room. Well, you know, it's amazing because the influence um, that that had on her, and she's completely unaware and she's making the, these decisions even to decorate the room and look at the look at the power of the influence on her even to continue that on and decorate the room. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. And so we kept looking and there was a um, when I first walked in, I saw a, a little frame, a little framed silver, you know, a little framed picture that kind of stood out to me. But that's we were feeling the atmosphere at this point. So I didn't really pay attention to it, but we came back and that just really stood out to me this time. And so I picked up the little framed picture and I said, what's with the frame picture? Because I could feel there was something on, it was just like highlighted. Mm -hmm. It was bigger than it should be. It was just like the picture was, the frame was bigger than it should. You know, I'm like, there's something on this. It's like, yeah, what's, you were drawn, you were drawn, you couldn't, get your eyes kind of, you know, how you gaze through a room and it's just, okay, this is the room, but then your eyes stop on something. And it's like, it's like, what is it? Stop looking at that. Yeah, That's yeah. what Kim means by right. highlighted. It's like my, all my attention is drawn to this for people yeah. who are feelers or seers or discerners. That happens a lot where you just like get fixated on this one thing. And you're like, what is this one thing? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I wanted to try to explain yeah. it a little right. more. <laughs> yeah. And so she said, she said, oh, that's my friend that committed suicide. <gasps> and no. so see, here she is, her eyes, every time she walks into this room, I mean, because it was right there in the front. That was one of the first things I saw when I walked in. So everything that she focused on, her first focus was, suicide. Oh, yeah. She has been plagued. And she said just recently, the last few months, she said just the spirit of suicide has really been heavy. And so here she is, she has this frame that every time she looks at it, it brings her back to suicide. It brings her back to the thoughts of suicide. Mm -hmm. And so we started looking at the, the rest of the furniture in the room and at nine, not kidding, 98 percent mm -hmm. of everything in that room was from someone who died. Wow. Everything wow. was from the dead, you know? And so here she is, she is being plagued with spirits of death. Mm -hmm. And, but everything in her room had to do with the past. It had to do with someone who died, it had to do with sadness. Wow. It wow. had to do with sadness and grief and mm -hmm. even her clothes she loved vintage clothes. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, so she, all of her clothes were vintage clothes from someone who died. Do you think that was a spiritual influence on her even to like be drawn to that stuff? Yeah. 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 And there's nothing wrong with antiques. There's nothing wrong with, you know, putting antiques in your house. There's nothing wrong with wearing vintage clothes. There's nothing wrong with going to flea markets and picking up stuff. 
but <laughs> for her, she had an open door. She had a wounded heart. She mm. was wounded and that wounded heart drew these demons to her and it, they were attacking her because she had all this, everything that she focused on was death, was death wow. in the past. And wow. so we encouraged her, you know, to, to put, decorate her, decorate, you know, put some plants in. <laughs> you know, something that brought life, something that's, alive, alive. Something that's alive would be good. You mm -hmm. know, so she had her, her grandmother's dresser. Grandma died. You know, she mm -hmm. had every, everything. I mean, everything in her room had to do with death, dying, the past, grief, sadness, it had no future. It had no life. Mm. So, you know, and I was looking at the way that you decorate while we were talking about that. And I'm like, you got plants, you got happy <laughs> pictures, <laughs> you know? And so we were, encouraging yeah. her, you know, put some pictures up that have to do with waterfalls, with flowers, mm -hmm. chicken eggs, you know, that has to do with life, you know, yeah. something, baby birds, something that has to do with life and future and hope and yep. greenery and looking forward, not looking in the past. Well, I want to, I just want to ask you this too, because people who have gone through um, the loss of a loved one and they, they hold on to things a lot longer maybe than they should. And whenever they see it, it always is linked mm. to a negative emotion, not a positive one. I mean, I think that happens with a lot of people. What would you recommend for, for people who have lost a loved one and do have that those type of things? And every time they see it, it does bring... Mm -hmm. a bad memory or right. something with it. That's not good. You know, should they be getting mm -hmm. rid of that? Well, so for example, I had, I had this friend that she had, she had a dog and mm -hmm. I don't remember the dog's name. It was, we're just going to call it Fifi. Okay. <laughs> Cause you know, Fifi the dog. And so she had Fifi cremated mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. put in a jar, mm -hmm. put the, put that on the fireplace. She had a shadow box made with Fifi's favorite toy, favorite sweater. And I think there was even a paw print. I mean, there was just all kinds of things of Fifi in the shadow box. And she had that put on her, on her fireplace mantle. Mm -hmm. And the kids said that every time she would walk into the house, she would see Fifi's things and just break down crying, oh. just an emotional mess for, yeah for years. I mean, it was just, wow. it, the girls said it was, she can't get through the living room without crying, you know? And it reminded me that I have, or I had, when my dad passed away, we had him cremated and I had a little vial of his ashes. Mm -hmm. Didn't tell anyone. I had that and I put it inside of a, of a jar and I had him on the shelf. <laughs> you know, dad's on the shelf. <laughs> it was like an elf on a shelf. Well, I had dad on the shelf. And yeah. And for a while that brought me comfort because being, you know, being a girl, I would always call dad, dad, what does it mean that I have to assess? How do I get my tags? What do I do to get my tags? And he's like the same thing you did last year. I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> you know, I don't remember. Tell All the me practical again. advice from dad. <laughs> from dad, you know? And so for a time, you know, when that I had dad on the shelf and I would mm -hmm. like dad, now what am I, you know, talking to the, ashes dad what am I supposed to do with it with getting my tags and I would hear the Holy Spirit say well your dad would tell you to do 
blah, blah, you know, and I'd mm -hmm. ask dad what the Holy Spirit would tell me. And but then there came a time. So for a while, that brought me comfort, knowing that I wasn't left in the world by myself. I had to figure it out all by myself. For some reason, that brought comfort. But then there was a day when I walked in the house and I saw the ashes and I was like, ah, that mm -hmm. brought grief. Mm -hmm. It brought sadness, something changed, you know, and so the season of the where that brought me comfort is had now changed into grief, into sadness, you know, and the Holy Spirit said it's time to take him out. You know, when it's no longer bringing you comfort, but it's bringing you sadness and it's bringing you grief, it's time to get it out of your house. And so I took dad and buried him, you know, next to mom. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and so, and that's kind of, that's what I suggest, you know, when you have things that if it, when you see it, like I have my mother-in-law's rocking chair here in the prayer room. She was a sweet, kind, loving, laughed lady. And so when I see the rocking chair, I think sweet, kind, loving apple pie, you know, mm -hmm. you know, but if I ever look at that and I get sad or yeah. feel grieved, yeah, that will be the time that I get rid of it, you know. Yeah. And so if you've got pictures on your walls or things on your walls that you look at it, so well, they used to make me happy, but they don't make me happy anymore. Mm -hmm. It's time to remove them. That's you good. Know? It's time to remove it. You know, be practical. If it doesn't bring you joy, remove it and put up something that that brings life, that brings hope for the future. And you don't have to get rid of it either. That's the thing. You can always put it somewhere in the you know, attic. Where just, yeah, we're just not <laughs> seeing it all the time because right. who knows, maybe six months from then you'll be ready to see it and it will be fine and it won't cause that emotion. You don't have to throw it away. But I think it's I think it's important to pay attention to what you're focusing on. And right. then is that taking your focus? Because if you think about it, where your mind is is where your day's going to go is where right. your time with the Lord is going to go. Because all of you guys know when you have a hard day or you're going through, I mean, your time with the Lord changes. A lot of times you'll stop yourself from even spending time with the Lord because you're having a really hard time. And instead of opening up to him, we kind of, this, the human way of doing it is right. closing off and right. not spending time with the Lord. So I think that's that's really important to do, Kim. And I right. have I haven't really I don't really hear a lot of people talk about this type of stuff. And it's important to know. It's important mm -hmm. to know all of this. And then I want to go back to when you guys were um praying and 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 teaching her and telling her, hey, have some life in this room and change this. When you were teaching her how to pray, um, would you just go over that again for anyone at home who's like, okay. There's something in my house. <laughs> Kim is confirming exactly what I've been feeling. And that's my story. How would you encourage that person who's saying that right now um, of, of how that you said lay hands? It's important to lay hands. Do you anoint it with oil or do you just... just you can. Hands? Yeah, you can. You can anoint it with oil. It's uh, anointing it with oil is you're, you know, it's just, a, it's an act of faith. It's, you know, cause you're anointing it with the Holy spirit. So you can use oil if that increases your faith or mm -hmm. we didn't have any oil at the time. So we just laid hands on, on the walls mm. and you lay hands on the door, lay hands on, on the bed. You know, if for another, for example, I bought a new pillow 
And for, I don't know, for a month, I was having horrible dreams. And I'm like, what, what is different? Something is different. You know, and I thought the only thing I have done different is I bought this pillow and I'm not weird. You know, I don't, but you've got to pay attention. You've got to pay attention to what's out there. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And so absolutely. You know, and so I thought the un- so I'm like, Holy Spirit, why am I having these horrible dreams? I'm not doing anything. I'm not eating chocolate before bed, which I can't eat chocolate before bed because I do have horrible dreams. For some reason, that affects me. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh bad. Oh, <laughs> it's terrible. God. It's terrible. It's graphic <laughs> and terrible. But wow. So I was like, I haven't been eating chocolate. I'm not watching any horror movies. You know, right. nothing. I haven't been talking to anybody. That's you know, that's like that. And so I thought the only thing I have done is this pillow. I bought a new pillow. So I thought, well, if there's no demons in it, they're not going to leave. You know, so if there's nothing there, they're not going to leave. So what can it hurt? So I laid my hands on the pillows and which is the same thing that you do on your walls Mm -hmm. or, you know, anything else that you're not feeling comfortable with. I laid hands on the pillows that I command every sexual perverted demon off of this pillow now because you don't know who made it. Yeah. You don't know right. what all was in the process of putting this house together, putting this bed together, putting this pillow together. And right. I command every demonic spirit, every spirit of anger, I command mm-hmm. it off now. I command every spirit of perversion, every spirit of um, violence, you know, whatever it is that every spirit of death, I command you off. Every spirit of division, mm-hmm. every spirit of anger, you know, every every addiction. Every spirit of addiction, I command you off now in the name of Jesus. And I release the life of God. I release the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I release the light of Jesus. I release your love. I release your peace. You know, and every opposite of everything that you've been attacked with, you know, (laughs) is a good thing to pray into that. And I never had another bad dream after that. So I don't know. Not another one. And so I'm just like, that. that's creepy. You solved the problem. (laughs) That was weird because I thought, I don't know what was on the pillow, but it's gone, you know, and because it was, and the same, do the same with your house. You know, if you're, if you get into a hotel room, do that because you don't know what they were doing before you came in, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to be loud and crazy and spin around and, you know, (laughs) spray. Yeah, you don't don't have to be crazy. You can just pray. Yeah, because you have the authority. Yeah, you have the authority. You just have to know who you are. And just like that little, uh, the little Smeagol demon, he he just had to have somebody to tell him to leave. He had never Mm -hmm. had anyone to tell him to leave. And so he was hiding. He was hiding in the corners. What do you think about, have you ever heard, um, where people will also say they, they, when they felt in their house, like there was a really dark area or they would play worship music mm-hmm. in oh, that yeah. area for like 24 seven. And they would play worship music and worship music. And after a while, they noticed that like that depressing or heavy thing is like, it's no longer there. So it's also a great way to. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Always play worship music. It's always a good thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so you know, and absolutely because you know, music brings in brings in the presence of God, and so. And for example, we were in this room and I was drawn to, I just want to go to my next, my next thing real quick, but we were in this, this lady's room and I was drawn again to, she has this little uh, chest of drawers, chest mm -hmm. of drawers. <laughs> I think it's, we call it chest of drawers, but that's not right. <laughs> chest of drawers. But I was drawn to those, to the bottom right drawer. And I, mm. and I, it, I couldn't get away from it. I'm like, what's in the bottom right drawer? You know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to dig through your drawers, but there's something in the bottom right drawer. And she opens it up and she said, it's my aunt's, my grandmother's slips mm. for one thing, dead. Oh, why would you keep, why would you keep your, I, I don't know. <sighs> I'm like, <sighs> and, and a bunch of records. Mm. And so we started, it's like, okay, so the music. So there you go. You've got the demonic stuff that's on the music that's hiding in the drawers. And I didn't have my glasses on. So I had to have my friends. I said, look through the music and see what's there that shouldn't be, you know, and they were like, oh, this and this, and you know, and and so you got to pay attention to, you know, what's your focus? What's in your room? It's time. Mm -hmm. It's time to clean. You know, it's time to clean out. It's time to clean out. Yeah, you know, it's time for the bride. To years get is too long for her. It's too to long. Have. I mean, that's. Don't go 15 years. I mean, I'm sure that's why you're watching today's episode. Um, the Lord has you watching today's episode because Kim's giving <laughs> solutions to all of that, you know, get some people over and pray and play worship music. And you don't have to live with, as a believer, we are infilled by the Holy Spirit. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. The third person of the Trinity indwells us. So Jesus has given us authority. So right. you don't have to live anymore with that. I mean, I think people, they live with it and then they kind of get used to it and they, mm -hmm. they never really have that deep um, uh, prayer life. Or, you know, another thing too, Kim, has, have you found this is that when there's like something in the room or in the house, people like they can't read their Bibles, right? Like it stops. Yeah. From it's like I, I get so sleepy. I open the Bible and I get so sleepy and I just like, I don't know why I just fall asleep or it's like, it doesn't make, yeah. And it just, it just really gets all over me when I hear Christians say, yeah, things fall off the shelf all the time. You know, doors are slamming all the time. Something's falling off in the kitchen counter. And I'm like, you might <laughs> don't make me come over there. <laughs> don't make me come over there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like, yes, they, people just don't know the authority that they have Amen. and that you don't have to put up with that. Right. Yep. And that's, you don't the, have that's to put the up bottom line. You don't have to put up with that. You command it to leave in Jesus name yeah. and it has to go. I mean, it, it has, has to, to leave and you can yeah. have peace in your home. Yeah. So I asked her uh, just this last week, I said, so how, how's it going? And she said, the house has been totally different. She oh, said, it is Lord. gone. I'm like, praise God. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Lord. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And that then I was wanting amazing. to share, and then I was wanting to share one more thing. Um, the, since Moravian Falls, since I was up at the prayer mountain and mm -hmm. I had this amazing encounter with these angels, like I said, the, my prayer life has yeah. just been amplified. So I was just the other night I was, I was asleep and the Holy Spirit just came in and just kind of downloaded. 
And it was just, you know, whenever he downloads something on you, it's like a whole lot of information in a very short, <laughs> like in a minute. And so he it's just. A, it's a supernatural thing <laughs> that once it happens to you, you understand exactly what Kim's talking about. But if it has not happened yet, you're like, how can, how can all of that happen? But once ask the Lord to do that for you, ask the Holy Spirit to do it for you. So you can experience what she's talking about because it, it's just like all this information and in like a quick second span, you know, all of this and you're like, ah, this came, how do I know all this? Yeah. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. So it was like three o'clock in the morning, which I'm like, <laughs> but it was and yeah. all of a sudden I just get I get burning hot you know it wasn't a hot flash this was this was a hot flash on steroids you know I mean mm -hmm. I am just burning hot I'm slinging covers and the Holy Spirit is talking and just downloading this and he just instantly says he says hate in your soul for men will lodge in your cells, in your body. Wow. And he wasn't talking about just, you know, I hate broccoli. It was, it was a, a hate and it was just hate, you know, just this hate. Mm. Cause it's a spirit, you know, he yeah. said hate in wow. your soul for men. And he was amplifying that. Mm. He said, it will lodge in the cells of your body. Wow. And, and he said, and we are taught he says, we are, you are taught to hate men from sitcoms, from your mothers, your mm -hmm. mothers, the generation, your mother, you've heard your mother say things like, I hate the fact that he can't fix anything. I hate the fact that he can't find the milk behind the mustard. I hate that he says my cooking is edible. I hate that he has to have control. And the Holy Spirit was saying, there is no hate in God. God no. doesn't hate. He actively opposes. <laughs> but there is, no, there is no hate in God. So you've got to get the hate out of your soul. And he it was saying that hate will affect it affects your cells. It affects your body and it will mm. lodge into the cells, into your bones of your body. You've got to get the hate, mm. the hate for men out. And what was a couple of things that was interesting. The very next day, a lady found me in the women's bathroom and she said, what's the God been talking to you about lately? <laughs> Another sweet kind, such a sweet oh. lady. <laughs> so sweet. Mm. And she says, what's he saying? And I thought, well, this is the last thing he was taught, you know, is uh, we can't hate mm. our husbands. And she burst into tears and she said, I was just telling God that I hate my husband and I'm a Christian and I'm not supposed to hate my husband, but I hate him. I hate that he doesn't provide for us. And, you know, and and so she was going on and that was just something that he was just, you know, was saying that that hate will affect your health, mm -hmm. you know, and I know that just from uh, ministering to people, the sozo that I do is that when people are bitter, mm -hmm. you know, well, if they're, if they're afraid of finances, if they have this, like this, a fear 
of finances, that fear will lodge in the base of their spines. Really? Absolutely. Wow. So I have prayed for, I have prayed for a lot of people when they said my, the, the base of my spine hurts and I don't know why I haven't done anything. I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I haven't done, I haven't been lifting tires. I'm not, you know, chopping wood, but the base right. of my spine hurts. And so I ask, well, are you afraid of your finances? There's something going on with your finances every single time for me, every single time oh, something wow. has happened. Their husband lost their job. They just got fired. Something has happened. And so for some reason, that fear of finances will affect the base of your spine. And another thing that I have found out is people that if they are bitter towards their earthly father, that also mm. affects their the base of their spine. And I don't know if it's because our fathers are our foundation, you know, like what I was saying, I had to talk to dad on the shelf, <laughs> you know, yes. you know, our, our fathers are our kind of our foundation and our finances is, is kind of our foundation where the base of your spine is your foundation. And so I feel mm -hmm. like that as if we could pray and oh, command the, command the fear off of our bodies, command the, the mm. bitterness off of our bodies and out of our bones and mm. break this, this hatred out of the cells of our bodies. And he gave me a couple things just real quick. He reminded me of how bitterness will affect your body. There was um, a young girl and her mom, the young girl, she was like eight, nine years old, and she had warts growing around her thumb. And they had did everything. They could not get the warts to stop growing around her thumb. They did everything. They did all the wart away, you know, all the stuff, right, right. <laughs> you know, and they were, they were like multiplying. It was not working. And so I was ministering to the, to the girl and to the mom. And so I asked the girl, I said, what, what is going on? You know, mm -hmm. how, how are you feeling? What is, what's going on in your heart? Mm -hmm. And she said, I am bitter to my mom, towards my mom. And I said, mm -hmm. how come? And mom's standing there. And I said, how mm -hmm. come? And she says, I have watched my mom spank my sister. And that hurts me. That, that makes oh me goodness. so bitter that mom yeah. spanks my sister. She, and she's, she said, she might need it, <laughs> but <laughs> she said, but oh, it's still she didn't like it. Yeah, and she didn't like it. And she started crying. She said, it hurts me when I see my mom spank my sister. Aww. So I had mom ask for forgiveness. Forgive mm -hmm. me for spanking your sister. I know that that hurt you and I'm sorry. And mm -hmm. the, and the, the little girl says, I forgive you for, for spanking her, even though she needed it. I know she needed it, but it hurt me. And I forgive you within three days, all those warts were gone. Praise the Lord. And that was, so that little girl, she had bitterness in her, in her little tiny soul. Yeah. Just from something that was, you know, watching mom discipline the sister. Yeah. But you internalize that. And, you know, so even from a small child, you can have a hurt or a wound that affects your body. And so how much more does hate affect the cells of our body? Wow. And, and he was saying that this hate can cause cancer. Mm. You know, it can cause cancer in your cells. And one of the things he was showing me, um, I was just hate, bitterness. It's kind of like the whole, the whole shebang, right? 
<laughs> shebang that's a good word <laughs> how do you spell that i don't know <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, so when i was praying about this i was seeing uh mouth sores so someone mm. that is watching this right now you have mouth sores i don't know if it's cancer sores in your mouth um mm. and then i see the chest bones the chest uh the breast and i was hearing the word clavicle and so mm. I don't know if you've got cancer in your chest, cancer, breast cancer, if you've got cancer in your clavicle. And then uh, he was reminding me of the spine and the tailbone. Someone is is battling the spine and tailbone pain. And so mm. if we could pray and and take authority, you know, and you know, like the scripture says, you've got to give this. It's by choice. You don't have to do it. You get to mm. keep it if you want, <laughs> you know. And yeah. so I want to. So all the people that. Oh, and cancer of the eyes. That was a really weird one. It was, there's like, I see the eyes. There's something mm -hmm. that going on with a, around your eyes. I don't know if it's, I, I feel like that it's cancer of the eyes mm -hmm. because it's, these were kind of cancer things that he was telling me. Um, mm -hmm. So eat, so everyone, if this pertains to you, if you'll pray this with me, I want you to say, Jesus, I hand to you, I hand to you all hatred, all hatred out of my soul. Now, out of my soul. Now I hand to you all bitterness. I hand you all bitterness, all disappointment, all disappointment, all hurts, all hurts from men, from men. I hand to you all hatred that I've been holding on to towards men. I hand you all hatred I've been holding on to towards men and all anger and all anger that I've been holding on to that I've been holding on to. I hand to you all bitterness. I know we said this, but we're saying it again. I hand to you all bitterness. I hand you all bitterness that I've been holding on to that I've been holding on to. And I release it. And I release it. I, I renounce I renounce all hatred, all hatred. I renounce all bitterness and all anger. I renounce all bitterness and all anger. And I hand that to you now, Jesus. And I hand it to you now, Jesus. Jesus, what do you want to give me in exchange? Jesus, what do you want to give me in exchange? So I want you to say, Jesus. Jesus. I receive life. I receive life into every cell of my body, into every cell of my body. I receive love. I receive love. I receive peace. I receive peace. I receive your light. I receive your light into my soul, into my soul. Now, now in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So what did you got? What did Jesus hand you? You have to share that with us. If you saw something um, or if you got an impression, if you feel comfortable sharing it uh, with us, please let people know, hey, because maybe some people receive the same thing, you know, of the Lord handing them something. I feel better.
<laughs> That's just kind of a good thing to do, but <laughs> yeah, right. The beauty of prayer is if, if people would fall in love with prayer, if they understood that it is such an exchange, I mean, you know, we come and we stand before the father, you know, the veil is torn and we stand before him and it's communication. And it's, I mean, prayer is just so filling and yeah. it does, it makes you feel full, but then at the same time, you feel full, you feel peace, but you also feel like light and things lifted. I mean, prayer is such things a fall off. Like event. I didn't even know I had it, but now I feel better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, Kim, you're going to be doing some conferences coming up here and you got lots of different stuff going on. So share with us a little bit, um, maybe upcoming events. Okay. So I have a zoom class that I am teaching. Uh, it is, it starts February 1st. It's a four week zoom class and I'm going to walk you through how to access Jesus in the heavenly realm. I'm going to answer questions. Uh, you know, what if I don't hear, what if I don't see it's four weeks, it's on a Thursday. It starts February 1st. It's going to be at six o'clock uh, central standard time. You can go to my website. You have to go to my website to register. Um, there is a small fee for it, but there's also a sponsorship. If you would really like to be in it that, and you can't pay the fee, just let me know, email me. And that starts, it's the second year I've done this. So I'm super excited about it because oh, the God. testimonies that come from these are so good. It's, it is amazing. People get healed because uh, we, I teach you how to access Jesus and mm. he heals you from hurts and wounds and mm. th their bodies get healed. Migraines are broken. Uh, depression is broken. It's just, awesome. it's incredible. So that's really fun. So that's the zoom class. And then I have, um, in April, I have an event in Texas that is coming up. It's April 26th and 27th. There you go. There's the banner. And that's going to be in Canyon, Texas. If you register for that, that would be great. That's it, that's going to be really fun. It's at Sims Barn, which is amazing. And I'm super excited about that. The um, And then I have, so I'm also, if you have any, if you're going to be at Moravian Falls, Prayer Mountain, <laughs> I'm plugging that one again. <laughs> and you need a speaker. <laughs> if you're having a gathering, please invite me. I want to go back to those angels and, and get a, some more download. And then I also have a book that Jesus sat on a stump that you can get mm -hmm. from my website. This is the new edition. I have added stories to it that the children um, asked me to share. Children that have been aborted, they have a story. They have information that they want you to know. And this mm -hmm. book is very healing. It is a very healing book. It breaks off condemnation. It breaks off shame and it brings hope. It sets your eyes, not from the past, but for the future of joy and oh. life that you get to experience with your children. So this, um, so you can pick that up from my website also, oh, which awesome. is heaven is fun. Heavenisfun.com. There, it's on the bottom of the screen. All right, Kim, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And I love having you on and all your amazing uh, testimonies and encounters. And uh, make sure that you guys write in 
um, and share your testimony with us. So maybe when Kim was praying, you uh, got healed or you really felt like that just a huge release, or mm. maybe you have something in like a heaviness in your home. And when we we're talking about it and praying, you felt that leave. I mean, um, a lot of times the uh, uh, Elijah Streams team will send me emails of the testimonies mm -hmm. that come in and I'm blown away <laughs> what God does. I mean, it's amazing what God does through the internet, you know, yeah. just through these, through these daily shows. I mean, the amount of people that the Lord has touched and moved in their lives. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And Kim, yeah. you're a blessing. Thank Aww, you thank so you. much for being with us. We love you very much. I hope I get to see you in Moravian Falls soon, mm. but maybe Yay. next time we come on, maybe we'll have some stories about yeah. that. I hope so. Yeah. All right, good. you guys have an amazing weekend. You want to come right back here on Monday because Steve will be back with Johnny Enlow. Johnny's amazing. I'm sure there's going to be a very hot topic he will talk about. You don't want to <laughs> miss it. Love you guys so much. God bless. Bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.